Welcome back to another edition of Old Man in the G with Grayson Nagar and Michael Nagar. Grayson, what's going on, man? It's been a been a week. How 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 how's the last week gone for you? It's been pretty good. I mean, sad because the Lions lost and stuff, but it's it's been all right. And I'm excited for the Super Bowl and stuff. Yeah, we got to pour one out for our homies Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions. What an incredible season, huh? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we, we don't have to spend too much time because we've already been over how good of a team they are, but. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be back. This isn't the last time we'll see him, I hope. I know, man. Did you hear Dan Campbell's press conference? He was talking about there's no guarantee we will come back. This is really hard. Um, yeah, you know? it's just Dan Campbell being Dan Campbell, though. Like, he knows how hard it is, and everyone knows how hard it is. It's not easy, but when you have a team that's good enough to do it, and we clearly do, and all our coaches sound like they're staying, so I I, I think that's much more Dan Campbell being like Dan Campbell to try to be humble and stuff. But What does the team need to get better to make it to the Super Bowl? I don't think they need anything to do better. I think they had this game in the bag and they played themselves out of it. And I think they are there's already a Super Bowl team, if even if you don't want to believe it. And I think if they can keep the pieces they have together now and not lose anything major and just play plays the team they played as all season, I think they're going to be back. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's like we need key receivers like Josh Reynolds to catch certain passes and things like that. Is he? Is he ready for that? Do you just have a bad game? Josh Reynolds just had a bad game. He just didn't step up when the lights were the brightest. He's been good all season for us. One of the probably the like top five best wide receiver threes in the league, in my opinion, undebatable. And everyone's there. Everyone on this team's young. They're not going to get any worse. They can only get better from here, in my opinion. So as long as you keep them together, keep the core together, keep the coaches together, I think it's going to only be get brighter from here on forward. You know what we should talk about? We watched the... I did not watch the NHL All-Star game yet. Uh, I, I taped it. Um, but we did watch the NHL All-Star Skills Competition together. Um, new format, right? Like, uh, instead of, you know, each individual person who's, like, really good at fast skating or really good at shooting doing it, they basically took all the players and let them compete for points to see who was the best overall player. You didn't seem to like that, did you? No, I didn't. I just thought I just like the old way they used to do it because it's much more simple and easier and the best people the best of the best get to do what they're best at and I think that's how it should be. Well, I mean arguably it's what happened, right? Connor McDavid won. We know Connor McDavid's the best in the world, so just kinda of prove that again, right? You could see even Kucherov though wasn't very enticed. Like he did not he did not really care about the competition i think the nhl is kind of losing some of these players in these competitions but yeah obviously conor rick david's really good but i think i don't know i think it's just less effort given and i i don't like how they've been changing it yeah kucherov didn't seem like he wanted to be there honestly i was 97 percent sure he was drunk how bad he was because we know he's one of the best players to ever play the game and he could barely stick handle yeah for sure i mean but i mean he, he i just don't I, li- I honestly just think what i just said like players are less enticed to care about it because who cares? They already they're already millionaires. Every one of them that are there, they don't need another million dollars. And I think honestly, they're just doing it for fun at this point. When they there used to be a little more passion. So I just I don't know. All star games kind of lost me for NHL, but <clears throat> hopefully. Well, I mean that's the other thing. You started out playing hockey as a kid. You know I got you all up on hockey because it's my favorite sport. Um, you moved to the NBA and NFL these last few years. You just don't really love hockey the same way you used to. Why is that? I mean, is that generational? Is it because you're an American and you're growing up in Chicago and most of your friends don't care about hockey? Like, or do you think the game just isn't that interesting? I actually do like hockey still, but yeah, I don't like it as much as the NFL right now or maybe the NBA, but 
that's mainly just because, I mean, there's not a lot of people that, in general, hockey is a way less popular sport than both NBA and NFL and all that. I mean, and no one's really talking about it. I feel like the league over the past few years has honestly gotten a lot less talented with, uh, you know, I mean, I just feel like back then it used to be more exciting because we had Patrick Kane, we had Taze. My team and the Blackhawks has obviously, like, fallen down a hole and they're not as good anymore. So I just think that's part of the reason, like, why. I'm not as excited about it anymore. Yeah, but we got Bedard now. I mean, yeah, I'm excited for the future, but this season Bedard's not really helping him out too much, and he's been injured these few weeks. But He, he did was... make a surprise appearance in the uh, skills competition, passing the pucks Yeah, for the one-timer challenge. I was pretty excited to see him. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. I, just, I wish he could have played. But What do you think that's like? I mean, you're only a few years younger than Bedard. You grew up like watching these guys and – idolizing them and now you're literally on the bench with every single one of them Sidney Crosby, Connor McDavid, Nikita Kucherov, like what do you think that's like? I mean, it's just I mean it's like it's probably just awkward honestly cuz I mean, what else what would you say like sitting all next to you cuz you have to act cool cuz you deserve to be there like you're an all-star and you're young younger than anyone else there. So yeah, it's I mean, like what, it's probably pretty cool and funny but I mean, we know we got the NBA All-Star uh weekend coming up next week. Uh, when Banyama's going to be in that same position, um, what you, do you think he's going to feel like uh, the same kind of way as, as Bedard, or he feels like, hey, no big deal, I, this is what I'm built for? Did Wembanyama make the All Star game? Do you know that? Or I'm not sure. I, I he may have, but I'm not sure. I I don't know if Wembanyama did make it. I think it's. I don't think he did, but if, if he did, though, it's obviously the same type of feeling as Bedard because. Uh, I mean, it's just, yeah, growing up with your idols. Oh, you're totally right. I suck. Well, like, yeah, I, don't, I, I assumed no. he would, but no, he doesn't. No, he didn't, he didn't have the season. He might not even be rookie of the year this year. A guy named Chet Holmgren, who's really putting up the case, too. Yeah, no, Chet's been fantastic. Um, and he didn't play his, his first year. He got drafted last year, but he was out for the whole season. I mean, some people are saying Wemby not making the All-Star game is one of the biggest uh, NBA All-Stars uh, If you want to talk about year. snubs, I'd like to talk about Trey Young, because... He's like a six-one guard, and he's averaging more than ten assists per game. I'd say, or at least ten, and he's averaging twenty-five plus points per game. And I think, I think that's it. like for all the Hawks fans out there, or whatever. I think Trey Young is definitely the biggest snub in my opinion to me. And I mean, I don't think people understand just how hard it is as a six-one guard in the league to put up the stats that he's putting up. And I think I love it. It's just love, other people love Wembenyama, and he's great. And he's an alien, and everyone knows that. But I think there's some other guys that you got to put ahead of him. And he's a rookie. He's going to have plenty of time to make this level. Yeah, no, I mean, Trey's averaging 27 points a game. That just seems ridiculous. Like how 27 wild. points and how many assists? 10, something like yeah, that. I mean, and he's, what, 6'1", six, 6'2", six, guard? Like, that's so hard to do. And why do you he's think they, not why even do you a think, reserve. Why do you think they made that choice? I don't know, do dude. I makes... mean, there's a lot of talented guys this year, and there's a lot of great guards. And... I mean, yeah, James Harden's having a career uh, re- resurgence a year, obviously, because he's probably out of the league if he doesn't this year, and he's killing it, and he didn't make it, right? So, yeah, I mean, I mean, Harden's fallen off a little bit this year. I mean, he's not having a like a amazing year by his standards, but he's still dishing the. I mean, th- that's just goes to show that there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of great players like in the NBA right now yeah, competing. Yeah, D- Darren at a Fox didn't make it either, right? I know that's another one that you could talk about too before Wembenyama 100%. Like, De'Aaron Fox has been putting out numbers all year, and it's just not. I I don't know, dude. I think it's just a really competitive league right now. A lot of good players, and I, 
I actually that's why honestly I think NBA has become a lot more interesting than like your older like your last point like NHL games and stuff like that because it's just more competitive in every aspect you know. So I haven't checked. Is uh, the captain's going to be uh, Giannis and uh, LeBron, LeBron yeah. again? Yes, LeBron probably doesn't deserve it. I think it's more of he's the face of the league, right? So you got to kind of keep it him. And even Giannis, you could debate because there's a lot of other guys. But what, I mean, I think they just like those two as the face of the league. And captains don't really matter this year as much either because there's no more draft. It's just Eastern versus Western. Conference. It all, it also feels like this is probably the last year. It's going to be Giannis and LeBron as captains. Do you think? What do you mean? Well, I mean, I think next year, you know, we got to do we move on from the LeBron narrative that he's like the greatest. I mean, he is great, but like, you know, he is coming on the downside or does he always get that nod as long as he's in the league? Well, I mean, as long as he's in the league playing at this level, it's not like he doesn't deserve it. He's really good. He's a starter 100 percent. And captain, I'm just saying he couldn't might not have been no, it's LeBron, I mean. but he's still really good. There's no nothing taking away from LeBron. He's still old. He's old, but he's still playing at a really high level, and you can't take the line. He's 100% going to be at least a reserve, even in these past few years, because LeBron's LeBron. He's not losing that talent what seems like anytime soon. He wants to play till his son's in the league, which you got to respect. So. You know what's funny is Trey doesn't make it, and uh, Doc Rivers is named the East coach for the All-Star game. That's kind of hilarious, right? He was, yeah. wasn't even in the league a few weeks ago. <laughs> It's pretty funny, honestly. I if you wanted, we could get into that more too, because Doc Rivers has not been on a very good streak right now with the Bucks. Ever since he's taken over as coach, I think we've lost like I'm not sure, like two of our last three games or something with him. I'm not sure how long he's played, but I've, we've definitely taken some losses that should not have been taken. It's so interesting. I mean, do we we haven't really talked about this coaching change? Do we like it? I mean. You know, the thing about Doc Rivers is, like, when he gets to the playoff, he becomes Doc's crimey river because he's not very good. I mean, he's obviously a good coach, and he has a track record of being a good coach, but he also has a track record of being a bad coach in the playoffs and and struggling there. So I think it's interesting, and I don't really know why we made the change in the first place because it sounded like Giannis was maybe a little frustrated with the current head coaching yeah. uh, situation. But... uh I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's rough, you know, making a coaching change midseason, so I don't know really why we even decided to do it, but I don't know. I think he's a great coach, and at the end of the day, it comes down to your players as well, and that'll really be a big factor in how the rest of the season plays out for the Bucks. All right, let's move on to the big game, Super Bowl next weekend. Uh, looking forward to eating some fried chicken and pizza, but we should probably talk about the real reason we're here, which is uh, – Chiefs versus 49ers uh, a matchup of a few years ago, frankly. And uh, last time they played, I think uh, the Chiefs beat the 49ers 20 by 20 points two seasons ago, not in the Super Bowl, but the last time they met, um, they didn't meet this year. So we don't really have a gauge for that matchup. It's two completely different teams now. Um, but, uh, you know, I also think what uh, 49ers are uh, 1.5 favorites over the Chiefs right now. That might change as we get closer to game time, but um, I mean, as better, you know, I feel like you take Mahomes at that under, right? It seems like a no-brainer. I mean, I'm not sure, man. I, I, I just, I'm not. It doesn't really seem like a no-brainer to me. Niners deserve to be here just as much as the Chiefs do, and um, I mean, they yeah, no, but I'm saying from like a betting perspective, right? I mean, you're gonna get Mahomes at uh, positive money, and like, I mean, yeah, he's by the uh, way underdogs three and zero against the spread in the last three super bowls 
Where you're saying you're just saying all underdogs in general, or Mahomes? No, all the underdogs in the last three Super I'd, Bowls have, I, have have beat the spread. Therefore, even win or lose, you still won the you won your bet. I do know that uh, Mahomes is also like an insane record against the spread and stuff too himself because Mahomes is obviously not deserving to be an underdog in any aspect, especially in the playoffs where he's most familiar. But I still think whatever happens, I think the world wants the Niners to win. Obviously, there's a lot of no everyone's tired of the Chiefs seeing them win as good as they are. You know that good teams are hated on and. So I think every a lot of people I know want to see the Niners win, and I, I, me personally, I want to see the Niners win. Yeah. And I, but do I think they will? I mean, I think it's going to be close, and I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I do think though, uh, bringing it back to that, that it's a rematch from that last Super Bowl. That last Super Bowl, you got to factor in they didn't have, who's at least the at like the very least the runner up for MVP right now, or the second best is uh, CMC at running back, who you didn't have before, and then you got guys like Ayuk. Um, at wide receiver too, who you didn't have before, who plays a huge role in that offense. And obviously you still have guys like Kittle, Debo, you got Trent Williams at left tackle, and now you got Brock Purdy, which is the biggest change instead of Garoppolo, who, I mean, he's really proven himself as a young, he's definitely not Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, and it's going to be, it's all really going to come down for me uh, on how Brock Purdy plays. Cause he's had some toss up games, some bad games like against the Packers, but he stepped right back into it versus the Lions, and that's why they're here. And I think as long as he plays to a good standard, they have what it takes to make this game at least competitive and maybe win it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, but to your point, I actually uh, am rooting for Mahomes, to be honest with you, because, you know, uh, we haven't talked about this on the podcast, but uh, I'm as, we, as you know, not a big Tom Brady fan, right? I appreciate the greatness, uh, but I just don't, you know, I don't like the sanctimonious, like, look, I drink a lot of water. And I never eat strawberries, and that's why I'm the greatest of all time. Uh, you know, Julian Edelman went on the TB12 diet and was, like, drinking water and taking all the vitamins, and then he, like, ripped his leg apart. So, uh, you know, it's – I don't know. There's just something I don't like about Tom Brady. I've never liked Tom Brady. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, and so the only person who's got a chance to kind of, like, wipe out that legacy a little bit is Mahomes. And, you know, frankly, I think it, when you look at the two side by side, if Mahomes had the Belichick Patriots – uh, you know, or even frankly, the Buccaneers. Um, I think Mahomes wins maybe one more Super Bowl if they were just even there. But um, and but head to head is just pure quarterbacks. Mahomes is one of the best to ever play the position, even better than Tom Brady, in my opinion. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, just to set the record straight, I don't hate Tom Brady. I don't love him. He I, he does. He is weird for sure, and a hundred percent. But again, people who are great are the people that are hated, and I think that's part of the reason why you hate Tom Brady, even if you don't want to admit it. Uh, he was really good, and you have to admit, and he's the undisputed greatest of yeah, all time sure. in football. And well, you bring up a really good point, right? There is a good reason to cheer for Brock Purdy because he is Mister Irrelevant. For folks who don't know, that means that he was basically taken with the last pick in the in the NFL draft. Um, he is the lowest draft pick ever to quarterback a Super Bowl team, from what I understand. So, I mean, there is a really good kind of story there, like just like there was a story with the Lions, right? You know, this this turnaround team, this team that nobody believed in you know, making it as far as they did. So, I mean, for folks, you know, it's like, it's an interesting thing is like Brady was a six round draft pick or whatever. Right. And you know, he, uh, the fact that he did so well, that's a beautiful story, but Purdy also, I guess, has a chance to kind of erase and that. Even area. worse than Brady. He was the very last. Yes, pick exactly. Mr. Irrelevant, like you said. So here's, let's talk about the game a little bit. Um, 
I think uh, the Chiefs have had a pretty good job keeping uh, Mahomes uh, pretty safe and and protected, although I think the Ravens got to him a little bit last week, which is why it was a close game. Um, But you know what? You got Bosa coming at him uh, this week, and you know Bosa destroyed the Lions last week, so um, I think Mahomes is going to see some real pressure. And not just Bosa, but also Javon Hargrave, Dre Green. I mean, you have the best linebacker due in the league. You have... All these guys coming at him like you can't you can't even name how many good guys. I mean, there's multiple All Pros on this defense, and I think multiple All Pro D linemen. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so continue. Well, I, the other thing, of course, is that I think yeah, when you compare the offenses, right? You got Travis Kelsey. You got to stop on the Chiefs, but ultimately they can double team him without too much risk. You can't. Who are you going to double team on the 49ers, man? Like you said, you already painted the picture. You got Dylan Mc, or uh, Christian McCaffrey. You got uh, Debo Samuels. You got Kittle. I mean, it's Ayuk. an arsenal, right? Like, yeah, and it's not – you just missed a guy too, Ayuk. I mean, yeah, even Ayuk. their wide receiver three is like a Josh Reynolds type guy, Jawan Jennings. Like, no one would ever talk about him. But And then even their fullback last week versus the Lions, Kyle Husecheck. I mean, he's the undisputed best fullback in the league in my opinion right now. But he does, But even he, when he – they can scheme him open sometimes. And it's just crazy how much they can do in this offense. <clears throat> Which is why I said the weapons aren't going to be the problem, but you know it's really going to come down to Brock. He's young. He's probably going to be a little bit nervous, as anyone would be at this level. But if he steps up and he's and he's the guy who we saw against the Lions, and guys who we saw in good games against this year for him, I don't see any way that they lose this game. Yeah, I think the story of the game is how high flying will Purdy be? How good is that offense? Are they going to click on all cylinders like they did against the Lions in that second half? And then. You know, also, frankly, how good uh, can can their defense be? Because their defense is not that great uh, on the 49ers. And, and I think Mahomes has the possibility to shred them. So it could be like a, a shootout, right? Their defense is very good. But uh, so is the Chiefs, 100%. The Chiefs and the Niners, I think, are the top defenses in the league. But, uh, I mean, Mahomes can shred any defense because it's Mahomes. And, and it's Kelsey, who just broke the record for Jerry Rice's receptions. Uh, just a week ago in the playoffs, Cherry's reception record in the playoffs, and it you it seems like you can double team him, you can triple team him, but Kelsey's always going to be open for some reason somehow, and they do have a young guy named Rasheed Rice, a rookie this year, who's really, uh, you know, coming to the light, and just I think ultimately as well, Mahomes can make anyone look good. I mean, he had a bunch of these guys in the in the match just a few years ago in the Super Bowl with the Niners, and he made them look good. I mean. All right, let it's me home, so. let, let me paint a crazy theory for you about this game. So, um, let's say that let's say the Chiefs win, and you know, down on the field, Taylor Swift's got her arm around Travis Kelsey. Travis is thinking about his brother retiring from the game. Does Travis? You know, I mean, he's got all these Super Bowls now. His brother's out of the game. He just cried for his brother a little bit. He's got this great relationship. Does he think about hanging it up if they win? I don't think so. I, don't, I mean, it could happen, but well, the bigger thing right now is people well, I think mean, Gronk did it. Gronk did it. Right? The, uh, people think the bigger thing right now is like they think Travis is going to propose after the game to Taylor Swift, which is I think is pretty crazy. But I I could see it happening. But I think it's a little too early for that. But you never know, saying. though. You never know because it is the perfect moment if they win it, especially. But um, 
but anyways, I to your point, it's definitely possible because I obviously do think he's emotional. He might think about it. But also, he's playing at still the highest level a tight end's ever, not ever play. I mean, Gronkowski, you got to give him his flowers and stuff. That Tony Gonzalez, all those guys. He's, but he's still one of the best, if not the best, arguably, tight ends in the league. And he's still playing to it. And he just broke another record. And, I mean, I think he loves Jason a lot. But Jason's older than him. He's played a lot longer and... I mean, Jason has a reason to retire, and he still even hasn't done it officially. But um, uh, I mean, I th- it's definitely a possibility, but I, I don't think he will. Me personally, I mean, if you're sitting on three Super Bowl wins, though, like why not get another one? Yeah, no, I'm with you, but also some people are like, that's enough for me, you know. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, if you can get more, why not get more? If you can still play at the, I mean, it's like LeBron said, the day he can't give the game as much as he possibly can, and the day he's failing the game with. His ability is the day he'll retire, and I don't think that day has come for Kelsey yet. Yeah, but Travis is sad tonight. The Grammy Awards are, uh, and he's not going to be able to support Taylor because he's working out for the Super Bowl. You know, he's, where are the Grammys? I don't know, but as far as I know, not I don't Kansas think he City. Could, I don't think he's. I think he said he was sad he wasn't going to be able to go. So, I mean, yeah. he's starting to think about supporting his family, supporting like the folks that are important to him. Hundred percent. I mean, but him and Taylor still. I mean, unless they tie the knot, I don't think that's the main factor too. It's just I think he's still got a lot in him, and I think he he said before he loves how he loves having Taylor come to the games and stuff and supporting him and everyone there. Yeah, but think about this. I think he likes the game a lot. Is we saying. love Manning Cast. How about Kelsey Cast? Kelsey Cast. Yeah, for Monday Night Football. Like, I don't know about that. I don't. I don't know. Or Thursday Night Football. Do Kelsey? Cast. I, Travis Kelsey's kind of like I don't know. I, for some reason, he's just like becoming a little bit more. I don't know, but I I don't know. I think I I don't know if we do love Manning Cast. Do we? I don't really watch it. <laughs> I mean, I like to watch Manning Cast rather than the regular. Podcast. I do like the guests that come on and stuff, and I yeah. think I think brotherly relationships are always funny. So exactly, yeah. and they do they they already have the sort of thing with the podcast though. So all right, well, uh, prediction Super Bowl score. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, well, let's hear. I want to. I mean, do you want to predict? I want to hear you predict it first. Well, before we get to the score, uh, let's do some fun predictions. Heads or tails on the coin toss? Let's go tails. All right, tails. I mean, that's always the, right now, that's, mm-hmm. I think, the running odds. Yeah. Um, what color Gatorade shower at the end of the game? I'd probably, I mean, both teams are red, so my mindset goes red mm. slash pink or something like that. I'm going orange. I don't know why. I just, uh, it could be anything. Red, I say red or pink. Now, blue is my favorite. Like, I'm going blue. You guys heard it here. Blue is my choice. Blue is definitely possible, yes. Who's going to score? Good. Who's going to score the first points of the game? Who's going to score the first points of the game? Like so first touchdown score? Could be a field goal if you want to go that way. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I, I mean I I I think it'll be probably Travis Kelsey cuz what other what other way? I mean or CMC, one of the two. I'm going Brandon Ayuk. Really, Brandon yeah. Ayuk? Yeah. I, I don't hate that. I, it's, it's. I mean, I think sneaky. he looks to him in the red zone, and if that's they Brock get the ball, Purdy's. If they get the ball first, I think it's going to be there. Passing wise, that's Brock Purdy's number one guy. I mean, if they're not on the goal line, all the goal line options are seem to be Debo because you can run with Debo and CMC, best running back in the league. So if they're not on the goal line, though, I do like the pick a lot. So it's definitely not a bad pick. No. Yeah. Number one guy through the air for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, what other are there any other prop bets we want to talk about or anything like that? Not really. I mean, Travis Kelsey to propose? <laughs> no. Andy Reid retires probably if they win. That that is much more 
uh, likely than Kelsey to me. Yes, I think Andy Reid could retire. But yeah. again, it's like they're winning Super Bowls. I don't. I don't know if you just win back to back Super Bowls and you got a chance for three. Who retires on that? You yeah. know. I mean, listeners of this podcast know how much I love the Andy Reid chicken. I do love Andy Reid commercial. Too. I do love Andy Reid. Yeah, so he's one of the best to ever. If do he it. does more chicken nuggets commercials, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think I don't think his personality is going away. But anyways, with that being said, I think we've gotten to it. The score. And uh, I think, obviously, these are two great defenses, two great offenses. That's why they're in the Super Bowl. I would just say, like, I think it will be a lower-scoring Super Bowl. Just a year ago, it was like 31-21. to 21. So let's let's just go, you know what, 31-21 to 21 Niners. Why not? Because flip it from, a year, from two years ago. I'm going 31-24 Chiefs. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I respect it. Don't think America respects it, but I respect it. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll catch you guys back after the Super Bowl to see if uh, any of these predictions were correct and if we're completely right. You might want to start. No, you don't want to start following us if you're a better. That's just a bad, <laughs> bad idea. But hey, uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Of course, as always, uh, rate us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are again on Stitcher Radio and spotify as well anywhere you want us to be let us know we'd love to be in your ears hey thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon